Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Oh, yeah. Better than this. I don't know what I'm doing. I can't do this shit. What's better than this? Guys, me and dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast, presented by Locked On. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs from the Draft Network, and we are your hosts here on this edition of the show. I think it's Wednesday, and uh, I guess the calendar tells us the NFL season's coming up here pretty soon, so we got to start talking about divisions, and today will be about the NFC West. Kyle, welcome. No, 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 no. Who cares? Who cares about the NFL when the XFL just dropped these bomb-ass video promos for all eight of their franchises? Are you ready for my take or no? you have more to say? Yeah. No, I mean, let it, I'm, I'm conflicted between three teams as far as who I'm going to give my heart to, but I can't commit without seeing I can tell you strongly I'm giving my heart to nobody. Why? Because I have seen these leagues come and go. I gave my heart to the Orlando Apollos, and it was gone before the season was over. And so until these damn leagues that aren't the NFL give me a reason to pay attention, I'm not going to. Soft No, take. it's not soft. I, I, got, no, I was enjoying – Orlando Apollos football was appointment TV for me. Watching Steve Spurrier. Coach football, Derek Galbert. Yeah, it sucked. It sucked when they ripped my heart off and ended the league. But here's the difference. Here's why I think the XFL will at least give you one full season of operations. (laughs) Yeah, let's give our heart to this. Yeah, we think we get a year out of them. Go ahead. Vince McMahon is like the funding behind this project, and the XFL – has much more stable financing for a year of operations versus what you saw with the AAF. And that's why the AAF got other investors involved, this guy who owned the Carolina Hurricanes. And like it ended up being this shady business deal and they ended up ripping the bottom out from underneath of it. Like Vince ain't going to do that to his own money. And Vince isn't going to need investors to come in and help him fund it. Like he sold 10% of his WWE stock to fund this project. And get it off the ground. They at least have the funding to get through a year, which is why I'm going to commit and invest myself to having a rooting interest. The AAF embraced itself as the developmental league for the NFL. And the XFL yep. is here to compete with the NFL. And I got an, it's I not, got an email it's from not. the vice president of communications from the XFL to tell me that Landry Jones could be the face of the league. Do you think I give a shit about that? Here's what? the deal. They're not competing with the NFL because they're starting their season as soon as the NFL is over. I understand that. 
But what I'm saying is they're not embracing the developmental component. The reason why this is necessary. Because what what incentive do the teams have to play ball in that capacity? I mean, I like preseason football as much as the next guy, but I don't necessarily want to watch week four of the preseason after the NFL season with players that are there to compete with the league that I actually care about. Then why did you like the because AAF? Because Steve Spurrier was in it. Okay, so the only reason you liked the AAF at all was because Steve Spurrier. Right, and then it was fun, and then I enjoyed it. Yeah, my team okay, was good. Okay, so what's not to say this can't be fun? Because I got an email from the communications director trying to sell me on Landry Jones. Okay. Josh Dobbs and Mason Rudolph from ended the- his career. <laughs> If you got an email from the communications director of the AAF saying Garrett Gilbert's going to be the face of our league, what would your reaction I would be? say, who's this coach? Oh, it's Steve Spurrier. Let's go. Okay. HBC. You already have your mind made up. You're you're full of mud. You're so full of mud, your eyes Everybody are turning knows I don't have time for anything. Well, that's going to be the challenge, right. right? I have even less time. The league is taking place in our draft right. season. So that's the that's the real. I can't. Change. I already can see the tweets from the future from Kyle Krabs that grinding the tape. Imagine not watching this Wyoming safety and watching the Rough Riders against the Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> right? We all know it's coming. Uh, no, 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 no. I I almost did that with right. the preseason. You've done it before. It's it's on your resume. <laughs> Do you like any of the logos? At least so we've got Riders. like forty five yeah, seconds before Houston's you get the one. one. If I'm picking a team, it's Houston. Houston's a rip off of the right, Oilers. Fine. At least there's the H. The H within the, the tower there. I can get behind it. I I like three. Can you guess which three I like? Let's see how well you know. Let's see if I can. I've scrolled past this so many times. See if I can find it again. Okay, the three that Kyle yeah. likes. Your number one. Um, I don't know if I have them. Order. I don't know if I have the top three order. I just know there's three that have my consideration. Okay, order. your your three are. Um. The Guardians, Battlehawks, and Renegades. You're two for three. Okay. It's not bad. Which one's not in? Battle okay, Hawks. that was the one I was I was lukewarm on. Uh, the other one's going to be the Defenders. No. The, I think the Defenders is the, the lamest right. concept ter- okay. of all the teams. Who is The Vipers? No, the Dragons. Oh, really? Yeah. That thing looks like a bad oh, tattoo on a guy in the 70s, man. Like... Doesn't matter. We're talking Game of Thrones, right? It's cool, but like, Come hey, your logo be... What if they sign somebody whose name is Drogon? Well, then, it, then we have a game changer. Then you have to root for the league to succeed, right? Um, I don't know, man. Yes. In okay. February, Let's I'm going to watch guards from Nebraska instead of this. I'm telling <laughs> you, man. What if they sign somebody whose name is Poop Johnson? That would help. These are the things that it has to do to help <laughs> get my interest. If you don't, if you don't know who Poop Johnson is, he's actually a defensive defensive tackle, right? Yeah. Who played for the CFL and was 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 cut right before the start of the season? And it's the greatest name of all time. So we need to root for that to happen. We need Poop Johnson in the A on the XFL. So we're talking about the NFC West. Yeah. We did pretty good. That was only five oh, minutes of good, XFL. Good. We got through that quick. Well, you didn't have too much right, to add, you right. negative Nancy. Go Renegades. What is it? The, what is it, my team? The Battle Riders? Battle? What is it? Battle Necks? What? The Rough Necks. The Houston Rough Necks. The Battle I couldn't Rex? remember. <laughs> Not invested. Joe, who wins this division? Rams. NFC Rams. West? Do you think anybody has a chance 
to compete. Oh, we'll play the season and find out. Um, Jesus. I don't, I, the dad jokes are getting worse by the day. Yeah, man, I'm bracing myself. Um, I, Seattle has Russ Wilson, right? And he's an exceptional quarterback. Um, and, I mean, their identity's been defense, but I don't love their defensive personnel this year. Like, I feel like they've really taken a step back in terms of what they've had there. A lot of young players, a lot of um, players that are, are trying to find their way in the league that are playing big roles for this football team. And so, like, I love Bobby Wagner. I love Russell Wilson. There's just not enough else here, man. All right. Hold on. I have an idea. Okay. I'm actually very excited about this idea. All right. Do you remember that schedule predictor that we did? Yeah. We're going to do it. Okay. For the, for the NFC West. Okay. Okay. Um, so to follow up with with what you were saying, because I do want to have some organic conversation here like we had discussed before we got on the air, and I throw you a total curveball. <laughs> um, I think Seattle you, – you had bumped the stat between Russ and Tyler Lockett, yeah, right? Yeah, unbelievable. What an incredible statistic that was. So if you did not see that statistic, Russell Wilson throwing to Tyler Lockett last year produced a perfect quarterback rating. On, 158.3. On 70 targets. On 70 and targets? It's unbelievable. That's incredible. Yeah. How did we not – how many times do you think that's happened? In I don't history? know, especially with that many targets. Like, I mean, like your right. third tight end that leaked out into space and got two touchdowns. You know, like I'm not talking about that guy. This is like a legit thing. 70 targets, 10 touchdowns, perfect passer rating on targets. That's incredible. And, like, Seattle's interesting, right? Because I think Chris Carson's really coming to his own. He he had a successful year last year. They talked about how they want to get in the ball more out of the backfield. Uh, We need to figure out what the DK Metcalf issue is. Just had knee surgery, minor knee surgery. They called it minor. I don't think there's such thing as minor knee surgery. Injuries, man. Uh, Especially with a guy with his injury history is very concerning um so i think seattle has enough especially with with an attainable quarterback like russ wilson that is it am i reaching to say he's comfortably the best quarterback in the division joe he is yeah and just because he's on your team he walks in the building and you're gonna be eight and eight right you're gonna win 10 games you're gonna win 10 games eight or nine at minimum Eight to ten wins okay, you get so you, because Russell Wilson's your quarterback. Right. Um, but I, the reason why I coveted him above Goff is because we, he, what he can do oh. off script was versus what right. I think Goff right. gives you off script. Right. Goff's a good, so, really great quarterback. He's, I mean, Russ is just one is. of the best three in the league. You know, I had, a, I had heard an interesting soundbite from Greg Cassell. I want your reaction to this. He compared Josh Rosen to Jared Goff, and the thought process was – Highly intelligent player who's functionally athletic within the pocket, but not enough to be a threat outside the pocket, who really just needs to have the information presented to him in a way that makes the light bulb come on. And he could be very good, even if he does have his own set of athletic limitations. That's exactly right. But he hadn't had that yet. Correct. But Jared Goff, you saw what happened when Sean McVay came in, and it's like the light bulb came on, and suddenly he's put up tremendous statistics and – you know, for as much as we knock the Rams for what happened down the stretch last year, right? Because I think that's the people that want to poke holes in the Rams. That's where they start, right? 
is, well, you know, Gurley got banged up towards the end of the year, and once Cooper Cup went out, the passing game really fizzled on the Rams. And you saw C.J. Anderson come in and take over, and, and the Rams really leaned on C.J. Anderson. So why are we going to buy this team down the stretch again this year? But I think the Rams in their core, um, they have so much at their disposal. You know, this is the best wide receiver core that doesn't have like a true alpha. And I don't want to sell Brandon Cook short. He's been, but if you think alpha receivers, do you think no? Brian but Cooks? he's been unbelievably productive since he walked on the, in yes. the NFL for three different teams. Right, for, uh, three three consecutive thousand yard receiving seasons for three and separate it's unbelievable. teams. I mean, he's a he's a phenomenal vertical receiver. He's kind of a chunk play guy, and that's fine. Um, but I think the Rams overall, I like their nucleus better than the Seahawks, even if the Seahawks, I think, have the biggest difference maker in Russell Wilson. So I think that at least makes it interesting, Joe. Um, before we get into the schedule concept, because that we can make that happen fairly quickly, we might debate a little bit. Let's talk about the Cardinals and 49ers. Let's start with the uh, with the 49ers, a team that finished in the top 16 in both offense and defense last year. But, you know, obviously they just didn't get enough pressure on the quarterback. They didn't get enough inter- uh, turnovers, only intercepted two passes last year. Um, but there's a lot of belief in this football team, right? I mean, Jimmy G has shown flashes back in 2017. Now, only in a three-game sample size in 2018, he wasn't that good. Um, and so we're still trying to find out what he is in year six of his career. Right. There's a lot to learn there, but there's a lot to like about the weapons, a lot of the versatility with these weapons, um, both at receiver and tight end and, and running back. And Kyle Shanahan is praised for his offensive mind. And so you, you like to think this offense can be really good. Uh, and defensively, I like this front seven. But if right, you're right. I mean, Bosa's already got a problem with his with his knee. Um, and I mean, they they're investing in guys with injury histories like Jason Verrett would have been great. But like he's already hurt too, and he always is hurt. So like, can this 49ers defense take a step forward without some of those acquisitions they brought in really helping? I know D Ford's going to be big for them, but I just don't know if this is an, is anything more than like a six to nine win team. Best player on each side of the ball for the San Francisco 49ers is who? DeForest Buckner on defense. No question. What a tremendous breakout. Oh, yeah. He's going to he's gonna get big money at the end of this year. Uh, is it still Joe Staley on offense? Yeah, I thought about it. But, like, George Kittle just set the record for a receiving oh, yeah. yards by tight end last year. Year two of his career, man. He's good. Yeah. So, if you want a weapon, George Kittle, no question. Uh, Joe Staley has a little bit more of the track record uh, to his name. Um are we? How worried are we about the San Francisco secondary? Is weird, extremely right? weird. Like they have some of these like attractive uh, nickel hybrid type. Like remember they took Jimmy Ward in twenty fourteen, mm-hmm. and they have Jaquiski Tart, who was kind of cut from the same cloth and has developed into a better football player. Um, Jason Verrett, as you mentioned, is banged up. Richard Sherman's thirty one <laughs> yeah. now. Like are. are they're really banking on, it seems like, the pass rush improvements covering on the back end with some, I don't want to say liabilities, but some risks that they're taking on the back end. Yeah, it, it's a weird group. And think about the offenses in this division with the Rams, with what Arizona's going to look like. 
I mean, they're probably better suited to face up against like Seattle, but you know, I talk pace and space all the time and I like their backers, but on the, on their secondary, I got some questions about their ability to just like remain in phase athletically. Well, and then that's also remember Quan Alexander missed tackle rate is right. on alarming. Yeah. Rate. And they're paying him a gazillion dollars, man. Yes. They paid him, you know, they backed the Brinks truck up to get Quan Alexander to move out of Tampa to come out West. So, uh, I like some of the pieces, as you said, I think the front seven has a lot of likable players, but this is a team that I think will have its depth challenged again this year. And I don't think they have the, the consistent cornerstone players on either side of the football at this point in Richard Sherman's career. And with the quarterback situation and the questions that we have, Jimmy Garoppolo, I'm still not buying in on him based on what we saw in his three game sample size and the fact that he started what 10 games career, yeah. 10 yeah. games less than every 20 like, 18 first round quarterback has. We, we, we don't know who he is yet. And I get being optimistic, but I'm not going to buy in. And I don't think this team's going to end up winning more than seven games tops. I just don't, I, I, I don't, I can't convince myself to buy right. in because so much has to go. Right. I agree. I agree, and they're in a tough division. I think they're the third best team. Which brings us to Arizona. <laughs> this is a, a fascinating story, right? Very. Team drafts a quarterback at 10. They trade him and take another quarterback at one because he's a quote, at quoting Steve Kime here, direct quote, generational talent. Seems like we hear that for five guys every <laughs> draft class, so I'm not sure how relevant that phrase is anymore. But they've pegged Kyler Murray as a generational talent, which to me just sounds like something I would really like to say if my owner was concerned with selling tickets. But they hire Cliff Kingsbury, who failed forward so much that he arguably got a job upgrade the first time when he got fired at Texas Tech and then went to be the offensive coordinator at USC (laughs) and then left USC to become the head coach of the Cardinals. What are the odds of this thing with Cliff Kingsbury like legit working at the NFL level? I I don't know, man. It's 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 really weird to me. Um there might be some element of it being ahead a little bit and it'll take a little bit of time for the defenses in the league to catch up to it, but some of that's lost by having, you know, a big jump for your quarterback and, you know, a lot of their, their skill guys are younger that they're counting on to really round out the receiving core and and an offensive line. That's still not very good. Um, Did you see, did you see their game against the the, uh, Raiders? Yes. Cardinals offensive line got their ass kicked. And that's not even a great, that's not a great front seven. Like Mo Hurst and Cleveland Farrell whooped those boys up front. Whooped them. What's weird about this team is its defense because they brought in some veterans. I mean, they have they have Terrell Suggs and they have Chandler Jones and they have Jordan Hicks and uh, Tremaine Brock and DJ Swearinger. Like veteran guys in the NFL came here to play. Antoine Beth- or not Antoine? They, they don't have him anymore. Uh, Robert Alford, who got hurt. They threw money at some of these. Brooks guys Reed, yeah. This is a, you're not wrong. This is a fascinating defense. 
And I think this defense has talent. You know, you think about if they're going to run uh, 3-4, Vance Joseph has, they're right now they're, they're running a 3-4 with the depth chart. And the front line looks like Rodney Gunther, Corey Peters, Zach Allen. That's not great. I like Zach Allen. I had him a little bit higher than where he got drafted. The linebacker group is really fascinating, isn't it? Suggs, Chandler Jones as your pass rushers on the outside, and then Hassan Reddick and Jordan Hicks as an athletic duo in the middle. I mean, they 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 had on the back side, sacks last year, Kyle. They're they're good pass yeah. rushing team. Yeah, and they added Suggs. And then you you look in the secondary, and Pat Pete's going to be suspended for the first six games, but they got Byron Murphy with a 33rd pick. They still have Buda Baker who can play in the slot, play deep safety. You got DJ Swearinger rolling around back there. Like, I think Robert Alfred's a big loss for them. Yeah, it is. No question, because now the other corner is who? Tremaine Brock? <laughs> yeah. Unless it's going to be Byron Murphy? It's going to have to step up, and that's going to put more on guys like Deontay Thompson – and remember Jalen Thompson, a player they went out and got in the supplemental draft. Here's the problem with this team. I think this coaching staff stinks. It does. Even Vance Joseph, like defensive coordinator, like Vance Joseph, for being a defensive coach, like he got hired for a year in Miami <laughs> in 2017 with the Dolphins, or 2016 with the Dolphins. The defense sucked. It was right. terrible. And he got a head job. It's unbelievable. And they failed forward into a head coaching job with the Broncos. Weird, and what did the Broncos do with when under Vance Joseph? Had the time of their lives, brother. <laughs> That's very true. Defensively, they were 22nd and 13th in points coming off of back-to-back top five in points defensively. David Johnson, Charles Clay, Larry Fitzgerald, Kevin White. No, we're not going to make Kevin White a thing. He's but, not a but, thing until he proves he can. Like older injured players. Older or injured players. Yes. But these are important players for this football team, Kyle. You're, you're forgetting Andy Isabel. Andy Isabel is probably going to lead this team. In if he can catch the ball. We'll just stick it on his right. chest. Do you see Hakeem Butler's really struggled for I hate them? to hear that. No, I didn't see that. He's apparently really struggled with uh, drops and separation. Oh, weird. Same things he struggled with. A lot easier to go get those footballs um, against corners from Baylor, isn't it? <laughs> so here's the thing. like Cardinals fans are pretty mad whole, at us right now. Big. No, here, I'm, I'm going to throw him right. a bone right now. I think I might like the Cardinals defense as a whole more than the 49ers. Oh, really? I like the 49ers a lot better on defense, but that's at least a interesting. Lot better on yeah, defense. That's interesting. I think the back seven for Arizona is better than the, the back seven for San Francisco. Not uh, if with Pat Pete, that makes it a conversation in my opinion. Yes. I mean, I'm including Pat Pete. Yeah. I mean, that makes it interesting. I would give the San Francisco 49ers the nod on the front with all the right. investments that they made with Nick Bosa. Again, assuming they're healthy. Right. But I think this is the worst team, and you have a rookie quarterback with a bad coaching staff. All right, so we're doing some kind of schedule thing? 
yeah, so here's the cool thing about this. We can pick the division, the okay. games, and then when we come back tomorrow, I can close the browser and then open it back up and it will have it saved. So we can do the entire NFL. Oh, God. Okay. In one round. And we only have to predict the game like, one, once, right? So like okay. Correct. So like if we if the the West plays um the looks like the NFC South. So when we do the NFC South, all the games against oh, the West will already be picked. Okay. Yeah, that's what I mean. So like this might take a little long to do the first time, but I'm hoping to be done in like 10 all minutes. All right, let's go. So we have to agree. You and I have we'll to agree on this. This yes, is Draft Dude's brand NFL prediction rankings. Woo! Yes. Dudes. All right. Our official NFL right. prediction. So we'll do the Rams. We'll do them in the order that we seem to like the teams and see how oh, it turns boy. out. We have Rams, Seahawks, 49ers, Cardinals. All right. So we're do- see if it plays out right. that way. Okay. All right. Let's do it. I got the Rams schedule up so I can Rams, look wrong, along with you. Rams at Panthers. I hate that game so much. I think it's the Rams, though. Season opener, coming off the Super Bowl loss. Yeah, especially – I mean, Carolina Cam's playing for like the first time tomorrow. I, I, they're not going to be ready. Saints at Rams. Oh, God. Revenge game. For the Saints. Yeah, but they got to go out west. Yeah. What do you want to do here? I don't – I can go either way on that. I think they'll win one of the next two games. All right. Well, we have, we have to be specific with it, though. So, Well, let's give, let's give them the home win. Give them the home win. win the, they're going to lose that Cleveland? They're going into yeah. Cleveland and winning, in my opinion, on Sunday Night Football. Okay, then let's flip it around and give them the Saints. Okay. So go win at Panthers, loss at home to Saints in revenge game for the Saints. I'm fine okay. with that. Okay. And then win in Cleveland. Yeah, I think they're going to be Cleveland. Home against the the Tampa Bay Bucks. W. Win. Rams at Seahawks on Thursday night. Do they win. normally struggle? See, that's tough. That's on the road. Let's see what they did last year in Seattle. They beat Seattle in Seattle 33-31. to 31. Uh, They beat them both times last year. We, so not only Seattle do, but home games or home teams traditionally do quite yeah, well. Yeah, let's go with Seattle on that game. Uh, home against Win. the 49ers. On the road against the Falcons. I think that's a tough game. I think Especially gave them the win over Cleveland. I think Atlanta's better than Cleveland. Again, coming to yep. the East Coast. Give, uh, give them a loss there. Give yeah. me the Falcons. Give me the Falcons. Uh, home Win. against the Bengals. All right, so we're at the halfway point. The Rams are 5-3. and three. It's not good, yeah, Joe. Page for ten and six. Coming off the yeah. bye, does ten and six win this? We're division? gonna find out. All right, coming off the bye, Rams at Steelers. I love coming off the bye is a big reason why I think they're gonna win. I, I, Mc, I mean, that's Mc, it. I mean, they'll they'll, they'll change yeah. their travel schedule to not Mc, be McVeigh off the bye wins that game. Yes, I agree. Home against the Bears. They had their way with the Bears last year, didn't they? No, the Bears exposed. Was that them. what happened? That was the that was the twelve ten game. Like the Bears just ripped them up on defense. Fifteen Remember we to six. You're Dallas? right. You're right. Yeah. Oh, uh, you got to you got to take the lead on this one. I'm I'm stuck. 
I think the Rams win. I think the Bears are due for a little bit of a regression. I still think the Bears will be a good yeah. football team this year. But I can't see McVay after the mistakes that he openly admitted like that team was making made going into the Super Bowl as far as adjustments and stuff like that. I think he'll learn from that last and previous home. loss. I think this will be a win okay. for the Rams. I like it. Okay. Uh, home against I the like Ravens. I like that as a win for them. Win. I'll take that. On the road against the Cardinals coming off win. the bye. Cardinals are on the bye. Win. Doesn't matter. Right. Bad team. Seahawks at Rams. Yeah. We gave the Seahawks a win on Thursday night. Yeah, they're not beating Rams them twice. That's game. right. Rams at Cowboys. Uh, so this was, I mean, da- we need Dallas in this game. You want Dallas here? I like Dallas. Uh, and they beat them last year in the, in the playoffs. So LA did, right? Yes. All right, let's go Dallas. It's a close yes, game. I think Dallas is primed for a good season. Yep. We already know yep. this about me. Um, Rams at win. 49ers. Win for Rams. Cardinals win. at Rams. Win. 12 and 4. So LA we have Rams. 5 and 3 and finishing 7 and 1. All right. Yes. So they, they, the schedule opens up a lot easier after the bye. Well, actually. Yeah, they softened their own. They got two tough. They. They got two tough games against Chicago, three tough games, Chicago, Seattle, and uh, Dallas, but two of those three are at home. Yeah. Okay. So 12 and four. I mean, that. I mean, that's right, right. where we'd expect. We didn't like always give them the benefit of the doubt. I feel good with that. And they went seven and one at home, five yep. and three on the road. Who's next? The Seahawks? All right. Seattle okay. Seahawks. <clears throat> Bengals at oh, Seahawks. God. Okay. Win. 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 Seahawks at Steelers. <sighs> This is what I mean. You think Seattle's or Pittsburgh's going to win the North? They get a tough schedule. Well, they got they get they're at home here. They are. I want to say Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh's a better team, and they're home. You think Pittsburgh's a better team yes, than Seattle? at home too? Yeah. All right, I'm not going to fight it that hard because we got to keep the line moving here. Saints at Seahawks. Wow, Seahawks or Saints play Rams and Seahawks back to back weeks two and three. Seattle's hosting. I think New Orleans is going to beat them. I think I think the Saints are the favorite to be the ones. Yeah, right. Even playing the Falcons twice and the Panthers yeah. twice. Yeah, that division. Okay, uh, Seahawks at Cardinals. Win. Seahawks. We've already picked Seahawks over Rams Week yep. Five. Seattle traveling to Cleveland. That's a game I can see Cleveland winning. You agree, or you you? Uh... I do, I do. I'm just thinking about it. Um, let's give it. It's a home game. Yeah, that's, what I was, that's what I was thinking there. Ravens at Seahawks. <laughs> it's gonna be a physical game. Um, physical game. I think Seattle can win. Seattle's at home. They're gonna win that game. Yeah, a lot of a lot of yeah. speed though. Yeah. That'll be fun. Physical but speedy on the on the outside. Um, Seahawks at Falcons. I think Atlanta wins that game. Yep. Bucks, Seahawks. Seahawks. Seahawks win this game. Monday night football, Seahawks at 49ers. I want to look at last year's results against the 49ers. Uh, I think they split. Did they split? They beat them. Yeah, they split. The second one, they killed them the first time. It was an overtime loss the second time for Seattle. Was that in San Francisco? They lost in overtime at San Francisco 
Well, I mean, to be fair to San Francisco, this is after the first two months of the season, so they stand a chance to win the game. I'll, uh, <laughs> I can, I can see this be. I, I mean, do we think they're going to beat San Francisco twice? I think they they should beat San Francisco twice. I don't know if they will beat San Francisco twice, but they should beat San Francisco twice. <laughs> uh, going into the bye too, Monday Night Football. Come on, Russ is going to play good with the prime time Win. lights on. Yeah. Win. Coming off the bye, Seahawks hate said to Eagles. see it, but they're going to lose that game. They are going to lose a game. Yeah. Eagles are a good team this year, man. Uh, Vikings coming off the bye in Seattle against the Seahawks on Monday Night Football. I mean, wow, Minnesota's a tough team to figure out. Win. It's in Seattle on Monday night. Yes. But the Vikings are coming. Oh, off that's the very helpful for them. They play like four straight primetime games. Seattle does right here. Ridiculous. Well, they go Monday night football bye week, and then they go Sunday night football, Monday yeah. night football, Sunday night football. <laughs> if DK Metcalf's good to be. Must be good to have a franchise quarterback. I, be Bills play team. every week at one o'clock, except for the Dallas Thanksgiving game. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, I'm going to have to defer to you here. I, I don't feel good about this one. Well, we have it popped off between losing to the Rams on Sunday Night Football and losing to the Eagles on Sunday Night Football. To be fair to the Seahawks, the Vikings are coming off the bye, but the Seahawks get an extra day because it's Monday night. And it's at home. Seahawks are good at home. Let's give them a win. But then they're going to go yeah, lose in L.A. Right now we have – We already picked that, right? Right now we have them five and one at home. We respect the twelves. We're respecting the twelves. Uh, Seahawks at Panthers, week fifteen. We've already given them a loss, week fourteen uh, to the Rams. Is Cam Newton still able to throw footballs? I, you know, like <laughs> does it matter? You think they're just going to go into Carolina and win the game? Yeah. I think Carolina's probably a 500 football team. Seattle beat Carolina last year 30 to 27 in Carolina. And they got to go to Carolina again. I don't feel comfortable with it. Okay. Let's skip it. We'll come back okay. to this game. Week 16, Cardinals Win. at Seahawks. Seahawks. Week 17, 49ers at Seahawks. So right now we have them at nine and six, and we can't decide Seahawks at Panthers. This is this is a pivotal game. It is a pivotal game. That's why I think I think they know they've got a rough stretch where they play off the bye. They play Eagles, Vikings, Rams. They go one and two. This is a must-win game. Do we have them at one and two? Yeah, they, we have them losing. The so they, and they the play Rams. Sunday night football. They have, they have a shorter week, and they're going and playing a one o'clock East Coast game in Carolina. I don't yes. think that they can't win the game. I just Carolina is just so hard for me to gauge what's going to be happening with them at that point in the season. All right, well, let's go to let's go to the Cardinals. We'll come back okay. to this. Keep the line moving. We'll let well, it still. We got to find a win here. This is going to be the challenge. Oh, they might get yeah for the Cardinals. No, no, we got to okay, do 49ers 49ers. first. I'm sorry. 49ers at Buccaneers. Win? I don't know. Is it? 
Give me the Bucks, man. They got Buck Bruce. Yeah, let's do it. Here's the good news, 49ers fans. You get your win Bang. right here. 49ers and Bengals. Bengals. We're not going to have any wins for Give the Bengals, 49ers. man. 49ers. God. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> we'll find one. They played the Dolphins. It's all right. Uh, Steelers at 49ers. I think Steelers has beat them. I agree. They have an early bye, too. That sucks. They got a week four bye. So week five, they host the Browns. Coming off On the Sunday bye. night football, huh? No, Monday night football. Monday night football. You have 15 days off to play to prep for the Browns. That's certainly helpful. And it's at home. And it's a West Coast. I think that could be a, yeah, a this one? sneaky win there for them. One? Yeah. Yeah. Now we have them losing right. week six to the Rams. They play the Redskins week seven in San, in Washington. That could yeah, be a win. It's a win. All right. Panthers coming off the bye week eight in San Francisco. Carolina's Yes, I think they're a better team, and they're coming off the bye, so it mitigates the, the travel. Uh, then they have a short week and have to go to Arizona to play the Cardinals. Short week Thursday night game. Give me the Cardinals. Yeah, there's got to be there's got to be a disappointing loss for a team that you're not expecting yep. to do everything they're supposed to do. Yep, we have them losing week ten to the Seattle or to the Seattle Seahawks. Cardinals come win. to town the win. next week. Win yes. for 49ers. Okay. Uh, Packers coming off the oh, bye. Oh, gosh. They're playing another team off a of bye. Packers beating them. Yeah, they got a, God. <laughs> they got a bunch of teams off the of bye. <laughs> uh, they got to travel east and come play Ravens, the Ravens wins. Ravens win that game. Then they got to travel the following week to Good New Orleans. That's they lose. Play the Saints. Okay. This is the last game we have to pick for the 49ers because we have them losing to the Rams week 16 and have them losing to the Seahawks week 17. Week 15, home I against the Falcons. I think the Falcons beat them. What's the record? What are they? 12. Oh, God. 4 12. <laughs> now, we could have given them a, a road win week one against the Bucks. They know. At, but we gave them the win against Washington. If the 49ers are good, they're going to flex on us for months. Well, what was okay? What were their four wins? We took two wins from them that we we gave them wins against okay. the Bengals week two, the Browns that was aggressive. week five, okay. the Redskins okay. week seven, and the Cardinals week eleven. The only thing that I feel like somewhat bad. Okay, Tampa, the Tampa game and the and the first Arizona game are like the two that I think maybe. But even still, they're, now they're six and I ten. Know, it's still not that good, but they got to find to win one of those two games. Do we want to flip one? We, do we have buyers remorse? Which here? which one? The Cardinals? What? How, where are the card? We got the Cardinals are going to go zero and sixteen. Yeah, Cardinals have to have a win, and the week one game, I could give to the 49ers. All right, instead of 10. let's do that. Five and eleven. I think that's – I mean, it, unless you're going to seriously like – we have them going 0-2 to the Seahawks. We have them going 0-2 to the Rams. Are they are they stealing one of those games? No, they're not. No, I don't think so either. All right. So All right, it is what it is. Sorry, your schedule's hard. Cardinals. I don't want to tell you. Uh, you know what? Cardinals are going to get another win. Because they're going to play the Bengals? 
No, they're yeah, playing the Lions week one. Week one. The Lions are a better team than the Cardinals. Yeah, but the Cardinals have abs- the, the total Matt Patricia against Kyler Murray? Come on, dude. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I wanted to give it to you. <laughs> you can't do it, man. You see Kyler on uh, Hard Knocks. Did you watch Hard Knocks on Tuesday night? Oh, so he no, um, after the game, he goes up to uh, – who was it on the Raiders? Was it Antonio Brown? Was no, I think it was Antonio. He was talking to Antonio Brown after the game. Or some prominent Raiders player. I can't believe I can't remember this. But anyways, here's what you need to know. Kyler, Kyler goes up to him and says, man, why are you guys sending all those guys at me, man? And he's like – he goes, that's, that's what he gets. He's like, dude, you're a rook, man. That's what's going to happen. Come on, dude. You think Patricia's going to unload on you? They won't score a point. Wow. Yeah, okay, I get aggressive, but the Lions win. All right, moving on. I already yeah. conceded the game. Let's not bury their bodies. <laughs> Cardinals at Ravens. Ravens. Wins. That's a fun game. Ravens I want to watch win. that. Panthers at Ravens. Cardinals. Panthers win. Panthers win this football game. Week four, we have them losing at right. home to Seattle. Week five, they play the Bengals. Come on, the Bengals got to win a game too, right? Like, what do you want to give them this? Yeah, the, if if it was in Arizona, I can get behind it, but they're coming to Cincy. Yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Home Loss. against the Falcons. Loss. I agree. Falcons win this game on the road against the Giants. <laughs> I could see it. I'll give him this game. game. Yeah. yeah. I'll give him that game. Yeah. Almost. On the road against the Massacre. Saints. Saints win that game. Saints win that game. Week nine, we have him beating on Thursday Night Football the 49ers is. at home. Week 10, on the road against the Bucks. Oh, the Arians' revenge game. Right, the Bucks have to. to win this game. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a massacre. We then have the 49ers winning at home. They're on the bye week 12. We have them losing at home, coming off the bye against the Rams. Then they play the Steelers. Then they play the Browns. And then they play the Seahawks and Rams again. What are they? Are they (laughs) 2 14? They're 2 14, but they're five games after the bye are Rams, Steelers, Browns, Seahawks. They're 0 5. They're not winning any of those games. Oh dear! So the here, here's how we have it playing out. We now need to pick the Seahawks. Okay, game what is out. it now? Panthers. It's week fifteen. Ran, Seahawks at Panthers, with the Seahawks coming off losses in two of their last three games to the Eagles. All right, and a gotta have a game. Give me Seattle. Thank you. Common sense prevails. Our final predictions for the NFC West: Rams twelve and four. Five and one against the division. Seahawks, 10 and six. Five and one against the division. San Francisco, five and 11. One and five against the division. And the Arizona Cardinals, two and 14. One and five against the division. Okay. We're not, we should do like the AFC East last. Because that way we're predicting it from the other team's perspective and getting our, uh, ourselves mm-hmm. out of the way. Yep. So that, yep. That way we don't have to, you know, people, you want to do that. Let's listen to the to win it and right. locked on bills. 
Hope you guys enjoyed. This one went long, but these will be quicker as we go because we won't have to bicker we'll about the NFL. Don't lie to the people. And we've yeah, Always, always. But you know what? We've already – the only three divisions that we haven't picked at least one game for every team right now are the AFC South, East, and West. Coming. Coming soon. South already has four games picked for each of their teams on the NFC side. The AFC North already has four teams picked on each side. It's going to be fun. I mean, yeah. This is exciting. This is a good idea. I like this. Come back, see how the rest of it plays out. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow at Grinding the Tape at the Joe Marino. Thanks, as always, for listening to the Draft Dudes podcast. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.